Welcome to the Long Boxing While Black podcast. On today's episode, we are going to discuss being washed. Um, it's a phenomenon that affects most uh, people crossing over. It's a realization, more or less, as you cross over into that um, young adulthood to middle adulthood, if you will. So, um, and it's not a bad thing, but it's just my experience with being washed and when I realized it happened to me. So, get to you guys after the jump. Peace. Dick. So, being washed. Um, it's kind of an interesting way that I've kind of come around to this. Um, it's something that I've realized for a couple of years. Uh, I happen to be on Twitter, and I follow Fonte for Little Brother, and he made a post about being washed, and it was kind of a dope little little tweet or whatnot. And, you know, uh, reflected on my status and where I'm at. Um, married, two kids, got the mortgage, got the car note, all that, all that stuff that comes along with squaredom. And I realized that I'm washed, yo. Um, and it's not a bad thing because, you know, uh, you know, when you have kids, um, you have to alter your lifestyle to suit their needs. That's what good parents do. Um, you know, you make adjustments with your lifestyle so that they can, so that what you do and your time can be, what you do with your time can be a benefit to your children. That's what you do. I mean, that's what parenthood's about a lot of times. And um, some parents never grasp onto that. Um, and they find out too late, you know. I kind of embraced it. I embraced the, the square to my quiet life, um, you know, not, you know, not being tempted, you know, when the weekends roll around to go out and party and stuff every weekend. That, you know, that wasn't my vibe before, you know, but it was something I, I wanted to do. But once I had kids, that kind of went out the window. Um, and it became kind of a once every once every in a blue moon kind of thing. But the thing that's dope about um, being washed, and by by the way, this is a blurting wild dad uh, episode. So um, if that kind of if this stuff intrigues you, fine. If not, I will get back to the comic book stuff next week. Um, but um, the thing about the thing that you realize, you know, and the epiphany I had was the dopeness about being washed is you are no longer in competition with the rest of the world. Um, you know, there was a time where I felt like I, there was a subtle competition where, you know, you have to, um, you know, you, you know, be trendy, <laughs> um, be aware of the latest trends that are going on and either embrace or figure out a way to, to navigate them. And so like, I don't have that. I don't have that anymore. Um, you know, I get dressed. I don't look like a bum, but at the same time, you know, I'm not out there trying to, uh, win any contests. I'm, I dress the way that I'm comfortable with, you know, I got, um, you know, I got the gear that I'm comfortable with more times than not. If you see me, it's going to be some kind of mix of a hip hop t-shirt or a comic book t-shirt. Um, and that's just kind of how I roll. I'll dress it up. I, my, my version of, uh, improving it is throw polo on top of it. And that's about it. Um, now there was a time where I would go to, you know, go to men's men's health or 
check the latest men's fashions blogs to see what everybody is wearing. Um, there's a relief in coming that I don't care about that shit anymore. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. Um, even when I had the more suit and tie kind of job, I just kind of rolled with what I was comfortable with. Um, it wasn't about being the trendiest guy out there. And when you alleviate that level of competition with the rest of the world, it's a tremendous relief. You embrace like I'm washed. I like what I like. You know, I'm not intractable. I'm not closed off to new ideas, but the new ideas have to be able to fit into what is comfortable for me. The new gear, like if, if there's a new fashion trend, it's gotta, I gotta make it make sense in my own way. You know, I'm not just going to, you know, be out there wearing something new or edgy just because I got to be able to incorporate it and adapt it to my swag. So that's kind of how it is. And for parents, especially, I think a lot of younger parents struggle with this where they are fighting against being washed. Um, They're fighting hard because they don't want to turn into their parents. And I understand it. But at the same time, look, y'all. Um, you know, it used to be on Friday night, like, you know, before marriage, before kids, you know, we go out pretty much from, uh, Sunday to Sunday, man, we'd be out somewhere doing something, um, you know, out and about in the bars or the clubs, or, you know, we just be out doing stuff and, you know, get home at two, three, four in the morning, fall asleep for a couple hours, get up and go into work. And so that was kind of the rotation. But now, eh, Saturday night rolls around. If nothing's popping, um, you know, and the most for us is a movie's out or something that we want to go see. Um, then we'll, we have to call a babysitter and go through all the steps of that and then go out to a movie. And then we're like, oh, do you want to go out to a bar? And after, no, no. Because the theater we go to has alcohol, so if we want alcohol, we can have a drink there. <laughs> I mean, it's just embracing comfort is more or less what the wash thing means to me. It's embracing comfort over appearances. Um, you know, comfort over, um, you know, hitting the bar, you know, you know, having an active social life, going out to the bar and stuff. Because here's the thing. Most Friday or Saturday nights, if there's nothing going on, we sleep. <laughs> Put the kids down, uh, straighten up a little bit, you know, go sleep. Wake up because my kids, my daughter especially, she is a morning person who's a grouch. Um, it's a weird combination, but... <laughs> You know, on the weekend, she's up at like 6.30, you know? Um, and so we just got to prepare for that. It's not a whole lot of, you know, we got to go out, you know, this new spot is opening up. Let's go check it out. Let's go put on our clothes and get all dressed up and go check it out. It's, you want to go to a movie? Yeah, let's, you want to you go do something? Yeah, let's go, let's go out and enjoy ourselves. Um, and it doesn't have to be the spot where everybody else is at where all the younger people are at. And that's cool for younger folks. If y'all have spots that y'all want to kick it at, cool. Um, I know we ended up 
you know, last time we went out heavy, like where it was like, okay, we're going out to, we, me and the wife decided we're going to go out to the ball, you know, go out to a club or whatnot. We were out of town and we ended up in, you know, and we were out of town. So I have my, you know, uh, my old survivor sense kicks in. Like, I don't like to go out to clubs in other cities, but it is what it is. We went out there and it was like a little, it was a bar with a small dance floor. It was two step night and everybody was just, it was mostly people that were a lot older than we were. Now, it wasn't a level of comfort. We're like, ah, oh, this place is old. <laughs> like, we're not this old. But at the same time, we weren't uncomfortable there either. You know? And it was cool. It was cool. And that's, I think that was the thing. It didn't have to be exciting um, or thrilling or engaging. It was just cool. You're we hanging out with some family members. It was cool chilling. That's what it was. That's kind of the level we've reached. And uh, being washed is cool. You know, I haven't, I'm still working on reaching the different, you know, reaching. I still have goals and milestones and things that I want to accomplish. And being washed isn't preventing me from chasing those. It's preventing me from chasing all the frivolous, all the frivolous bullshit that, you know, that that comes with um, trying to live life to impress others. Nothing wrong with being washed, in my opinion. Um, makes for a, a kind of a happier life when you don't really feel that level of competition with the rest of the world to have to prove anything. Um, and I I have a new appreciation for stuff like uh, the interview with Quincy Jones that I peeped yesterday. <laughs> wow. Because I aspire to get to that level where I am so non-caring about people's perception of me that I just will literally say anything if it's true anything and I don't care like Quincy at that point where he didn't even care what people thought of him he didn't care about consequences and if you don't know what I'm talking about do yourself a favor google the Quincy Jones interview with Vulture it is jaw dropping. It is amazing. Um, you know, but I want to reach that level where I just don't care. Like I don't, I, I have no, like the thing, the stuff that Quincy was saying in there, um, that's the stuff that if he were a man of lesser stature or a man who was trying to climb the ladder in Hollywood, um, it, could possibly derail his, his, his journey. But Quincy has, there's nothing that he hasn't accomplished in music and entertainment. Um, you know, television, movies, whatever. There's nothing that he has not accomplished. So what are they going to do to him? What are you going to do? And that's kind of how Quincy phrased everything. Um, I'm going to have another podcast that goes, that dives deep into the context is going to be a little bit more explicit because Quincy did use some colorful language. (laughs) Um, And he used it artfully, artfully in the way that old black men and older black women can utilize um, curse words where it's really, you know, it's artisan almost like it's elevated to a level of art where they can substitute nouns, verbs, and adjectives with curse words and 
you know exactly who they're referring to, what context it is. Um, if you're a student of language, it's really amazing listening to old black folks cuss because you know they're substituting a word, but you know exactly what they mean, and there's no thinking about it. And Quincy has reached that level. But my goal in life is to reach the level where I do not care <laughs> about shocking or offending anybody and not going out there trying to intentionally hurt people's feelings or drag people or all that other stuff. That's not what the goal is. It's not, or, or, or demean somebody, uh, where I share opinions, uh, my own opinions. I don't hold them close to my chest for fear of injuring, uh, somebody's ego or pride. Um, and that's kind of what Quincy was on. And basically he's like, so, and, and what are you going to do to me for real? That is, um, that's where I want to take my level of being washed. And I'm not saying Quincy is washed because he's out there doing, so he's done, he's accomplished more and he's, he's got more working than I do right now. Uh, he, so his stuff is on and popping, but that's where I, that's the level that I want to take my level of being washed to where I'm washed and I don't care other people say I'm watched because I can point to a lifetime of achievements and things that I've done and things I have working. And it's like, well, it was working for me and I don't really need the engagement from people that are, you don't need the, the, not the engagement, the validation from anybody regarding my existence. So, uh, but it's a mind game. Cause here's the thing for black fathers, especially, you know, um, you know, you come up in my age, you know, I grew up and, you know, I wasn't, I was too young to be in the golden age hip hop. Like, so for me, my golden age of hip hop. And so it'll kind of give you an idea of where I'm at in terms of the age spectrum, age spectrum. Um, I was in high school in 1996. Um, and so that was kind of like my banner year, the pinnacle year for hip hop. And I was rhyming and everything. I had lots of MCs as my influence. I was doing a lot of writing. Um, and really, kind of had it mapped out where I was like, okay, so I'm be on stage somewhere in some capacity doing something. And that's kind of where my mind was. And my influences were a lot of, um, you know, the, the stakes is high. The De La Soul joint was a huge influence. Nas's second album, the, it was written was a huge influence slash disappointment for me because I was still comparing it to Illmatic. So you have an idea how old I am. Um, and so I kind of grew up in the era where, you know, obstinate, obstinate, ostentatious, I think that might be the word. I don't know. Um, but displays of wealth um, were trendy for people my age. You know what I'm saying? Where you had to ball out, you know, for then, back then. The, the Mecca at the time was Atlanta because there's lots of black folks who would go down there and stuff was on and popping and you could get these uh, non-skilled jobs and slide in there and get, you know, some big fat checks um, for not having a whole lot of skills. Um, and so that's kind of how things were rolling. Um, and so it's difficult for somebody who grew up during that, where that is your level of success um, to kind of recalibrate yourself to say, okay, um, now, how do I scale that? And some people never get it. You know, some people my age never get it. You know, I've worked places where cats was, uh, you know, making a lot less than I was, 
but they're out there leasing, uh, you know, these luxury vehicles so that they can get the appearance because that's kind of what you did to show the world that you had made it. Um, and so it's hard to divorce yourself from that. And I know that previous generations have done the same thing, but I'm just talking about from my experience. Um, you know, it's hard to disconnect from that material part of life, the material visual part of life. Um, when, you know, that was really informing, you know, back in the days, you know, in 96, you know, it was a dream to have an act. You'd be pushing Acura or Lexus, you know, that was top of the food chain. And then it graduated up to, uh, Beamers and, uh, and, uh, Mercedes Benz's. And then you're now we're talking about, uh, you know, the ultra luxury cars that are worth multi hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, so for a young dad, for a black dad who's out there, um, you know, you struggle, you got kids, you have a wife and everything. Um, here's my advice to you. Don't be afraid of being washed. <laughs> it will save you so much money and so much stress when you just kind of embrace, Hey, I'm in the square life now. I don't really need to go out and impress anybody but my family. The only people that I need to impress are the people that live with me. <laughs> um, and since they love me, the idea is the bar ain't set that high to impress them with material things. Um, my That would be my advice to, to, to cast that are just stepping into this father thing. Don't be scared of being washed. There's plenty of good development that comes after being washed because you're not chasing trends. You're not spending money to be involved in it. Matter of fact, you get, if you start thinking like a producer instead of a consumer, you start figuring out, okay, how do I make money off of these trends? How do I profit from these trends? Um, you know, I know these trends exist. How do I become aware of them early in the game and position myself to take full advantage of them. That's that, that that's another, that, that, that little snippet would probably be for another channel. I do some business stuff to uh, other platforms. So, um, but you know, and Oh, I'll throw this out there. If that's the stuff that interests you, I can definitely create a, another uh, channel and broadcast business and development stuff because I'm be honest with you, even though I embraced being washed a long time ago, that didn't kill my motivation and drive. And I have upper level management experience. I've hired and fired employees, I've built programs and the whole nine. Um, and so I know a lot about that stuff too. <laughs> um, this is just, my, I'm just speaking my passion here, but the business side of stuff is stuff I was passionate about, but um, you know, I wanted to kind of step away from it for a while. Um, anyway, that's an aside to an aside. What I'm saying is my advice to, to younger brothers and younger sisters, especially you just had kids, you got the house and everything embrace washed, embrace being washed, embrace. It's, it's a benefit to be able to comfortably fall asleep um, at 11 o'clock at night, watching your favorite TV show It's a benefit. There's nothing wrong with it. There is nothing uh, embarrassing about it. It's you've reached the level that a lot of people work their whole lives to get, but they never achieve it because they're too busy. Not they're too busy, uh, chasing, um, that validation and they never get a chance to enjoy it. You know, you got to make the conscious decision. Like, I'm not going to chase this stuff anymore. I do me. 
I enjoy what I do. Um, I enjoy my lifestyle and I'm comfortable. I'm still striving. I'm still working to improve things, but at the same time, I'm not chasing and seeking validation from outside sources. You know, I live for me and my family. That's it. That's the level of comfort. Embrace being washed, y'all. Embrace it. I'll tell you when I realized I was washed. I realized I was washed when I had, you know, there are times where my wife and I have had the opportunity, like, you know, we have somebody to watch the kids. You know, we got, we got, we got some money in the bank. Let's go out on the town. And our going out on the town ends up us being home by like 1130 passed out on the couch and we're fine with it. You're fine with it. You're comfortable with it. You didn't feel like you lost any opportunity because you're with somebody you care about and you're spending time with them and you both got what you wanted, which was rest. Cool. <laughs> um, you know, when you start saying, I got out. I got drinks at home, and I could turn on the game at home. <laughs> um, that's 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 when you've reached that level of okay. I'm comfortably washed right now, and it's cool. I don't need to compete with the stuff that I see on the TV screens and all that other stuff. I don't really care about that stuff. Um. So anyway, don't fear it. Embrace it. Um, that doesn't mean that your life has stopped. That doesn't mean that you stop striving. That doesn't mean you stop building and improving yourself. That doesn't mean you can't make more money. That doesn't mean that you can't chase the things that matter to you, but it's being washed to me is letting go of chasing the things that matter to other people. That's all I got. Thanks for listening. Um, like share, subscribe. We're on iTunes, Google play stitcher. Make sure you pass this along to somebody who needs to hear it. Um, I will probably be back with more comic book stuff. I got a huge download of, uh, IDW transformer stuff to do a little bit more, uh, research. I follow the book, but I'm telling you guys, it's, 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 there's a lot of material there. And so I got like 300 pages of comic books to, to go through, um, so that I could get you another IDW transformers, uh, you know, information session, if you will. Um, the political stuff, I'm trying to play tongue in cheek. I'm trying to find a very interesting way to say it without sounding like I'm just sitting around complaining about the current state of things. So I'm trying to find an interesting way to spin it. Um, but I do think that we are living in an administration of either Mojo from the X-Men comic books or Spaceballs. It's kind of maybe a weird combination of both, but I'm trying to find a way to, um, you know, uh, 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 to present it you know, live from the Mojo verse. I'm trying to find an interesting way to present it. And every time I've done it, I'm not pleased with the outcome. So those political ones will be coming, but I got to find a more interesting way to deliver the information. Um, we're setting up to get office space here. So that is kind of my barrier right now to wanting to have guests. Um, but we'll probably be setting up office space and then we'll be having guests so we can discuss other areas of blurdom, like movies and wrestling and, you know, stuff like that. It's always nice to have other people uh, as a sounding board to bounce ideas off of. So that's what I got coming up. Like, share, and subscribe. Find us on Facebook, uh, Long Boxing While Black. It's called a Blur Gang Joint. Um, 
look you know i'm on twitter at lb wild black hit me up there um again i appreciate you listening um keep cir- circulating those links um keep commenting keep liking uh the 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 show and i will talk to you guys later peace